You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms, and if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hello, I'm so happy to be here with you today as we talk about compatibility in your instincts. This is such an important episode today. It's a follow-up from Monday's episode because we are doing a mini one now to talk through every single one, the self-preserving instinct, the sexual instinct, and the social instinct, how you can really turn your partner off with these. So make sure you grab a copy of The Enneagram and Marriage, Your Guide to Thriving Together and Your Unique Pairing too. If you're listening live today, it's on a really good sale. So check out the notes. But it's important that you know, I have lots more in there for you too. But today I really want to help you to know, like, even if you don't have the perfect balance between those three instincts, sometimes even just hearing me say, this is what can be a turnoff and make your spouse or partner feel like you're not compatible can be a huge gift to you. And it can help you to have a little, you're a bit bit more disarmed when it comes to wait a second here, I thought that I was really on the right track. And you're just a bit more humbled in a good way. So know that I'm right there with you doing the work with you. We're not perfect. Take a deep breath. I'm proud of you for delving in and wanting to change and grow with me. And I'm going to get very practical and serious with you today. And we're going to have fun too. But just in the way of like, here's the things we can do when we're overdoing an instinct and our spouse can feel like we are not compatible because you do not get it. Um, And I'll add one thing about compatibility compatibility before we get started too, uh, as well as one brief announcement. That's just a fun celebration. But in terms of the uh, really nice reminder for all of us is it's okay if you're not perfectly compatible all the time in every area of life. A lot of the time, I think about 80% of the time, we have spouses of differing instincts and we gift each other with what we each bring. Um, It's like the peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and honey analogy. It's like whatever they bring, you bring something else and together you're a pair, right? And then sometimes you still have shadows to work through. But I also want to let you know that uh, it's okay because even like my best friend and I, we're very different in so many ways, but what we do share in common is so valuable. We care about relationships so deeply. We care about helping people, doing the right thing, having fun, making great memories with our families. And and so certain pieces fit to you, with you and, to, and for you. And that's what I want you to really keep an eye on today versus like, oh my gosh, we have to both be super social, super self-prized, super sexual. No, you have to be expansive together. You have to have a growth mindset together, have to be willing to love, to serve, Always know everything we do um, has this capacity of like, are you taking good care of yourself so that you can refresh others? Are you getting the baseline relationship window of tolerance care so that you can handle stimulation? And one more brief brief example about this is I was watching on my Facebook feed this new series and I just followed it. It was so cute. It's called Meet Cutes of New York City. And it's just talking and interviewing couples like, hey, are you a couple? Give me the one minute synopsis of how you met. 
hearing these stories is further confirmation that sometimes people can't remember what they even love about each other, but they're literally holding hands, laughing, and walking through life together and knowing it's hard sometimes, but you know they're coming up to people who are jovial and joyful together, who have been often married for 30 or 40 years, who are just like, yeah, like... I make them laugh and they listen to me and and it's not the same thing that they bring. So just keep that in mind, like from all the stories you've heard here and elsewhere, or follow that page for some extra uh, just boost to know, like often it's just the simple things that we connect on. So that said about compatibility, as you know, any type can work with any other type. Make sure you listen to Monday's pod. Make sure you grab the book. Also, we had the fun news before we jump into the three instincts specifically and the incompatibility features that we, out of 3 million podcasts that are noted on listennotes.com, we're in the top 1% of podcasts. So I know a lot of them at the bottom don't have really, aren't publishing shows, but it was so fun to see Enneagram and Marriage Podcast in the top 1% of podcast listens. So I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please keep sharing the show. Please keep um, listening. It means the world to know that we're doing this together as a community. It's so beautiful. I love to see you guys on the other side too, because sometimes you post or share or tag me or DM me and it's just, oh my gosh, it's just so cool. So I love that. I love all we're doing together as a community. Now, as for these instincts, when we're feeling incompatible with somebody in the self-pres instinct, it means that if our spouse is, of course, over or under doing that self-pres uh, you know, instinct, we're going to feel it. So if they're not taking any care of themselves, they're not taking care of their finances, or they're not taking care of their home at all, you can feel like, ooh, like, what did I marry this person for? Because they don't even know how to get self-care. They don't respect themselves. They don't know how to slow down and do their work. Or it could be that they're so in excess with this instinct that they're all they care about is finances. All they care about is how their house looks or how they look. All they care about is health and fitness. They won't take any healthy risks to live life, to have some adventure, to get a little bit dirty. That is not cool either. And that does not serve a marriage either because marriage is about knowing how to have adventures and risks as well as how to be healthy in the self-pres and set aside and save. So there's a lot of both ends you're going to hear here. And I want you to just consider for yourself, are you making your spouse feel like there's no compatibility in this because you're an extreme with the self-pres instinct? Now let's do the same thing with the sexual instinct, where we can say, if you're over the top with displaying, if you're over the top with trying to gain affection through the ways you look, that can make your spouse feel super annoyed, where they're like, they're just too much with that. Um, or if you are trying so hard to be in this space of where you're like, I really like to connect with you on a sexual level, um, but I definitely don't have the right boundaries. Um Having the right boundaries is really, really important. And I say that because sometimes people just grab at each other and they're like, I want to have sex, I want to merge, or I want to be the one talking and never let you talk. Like this can be part of the sexual instinct of knowing when to pull back, when to read nonverbals, like my spouse wants to be treated more gently, um, knowing how to be a good listener, not just good talker, um, knowing how to be more demure with our appearance versus overly like spraying on tons and tons of cologne that every person is attracted to us. Um, these elements can also take uh, you know, a negative where if you're not interested at all in displaying and you've done the audition, but now you're not showing up for the part, um, that can hurt your marriage where they're like, they no longer 
longer care about attracting me. Or if you're in that space where you never want to have adventures, or if you're in that space where you're not at all interested in merging, um, these are huge red flags and make your spouse or partner feel like you're incompatible. Like, of course, they're going to feel that way. So make sure you look at that too. Super huge. Okay. Now the social instinct. So hopefully you already thought through, oh my gosh, yeah, that's where I'm at with the sexual instinct. I have to adjust or shift. Of course, that's why we're not fully compatible. I'm not working on that. Um, And try to do your work because your spouse might or might not want to do this with you in this moment. But when and if, we're hoping they will do it too. Um, Shift in this way. But who knows that they aren't doing something else really important for your family right now. So no judgment. Just try to bring them in if you feel like it's a relevant moment for you to do so or when. It's a relevant moment to do so. Okay, now that social instinct though. There are zones here too that we want to pay attention to. And what could be really hard is if you're overly trying to connect with people in the community or even just overly trying to connect with everybody and even your spouse could be part of that or out of that where you're like, I'm too much. I can't be by myself. That's going to be something that your mate's going to say, "Mm, we're not super compatible because you don't know how to have any individual time. And thankfully, Wes has enough social that he's learned over the years. He needs his sleep. He's desperate for that. But like he also needs that social to where then I can get some time to myself. So I appreciate when people are really good with connecting as long as they can have that other end. Um, Another huge piece of the social instinct is knowing how to read the nonverbals of others and knowing how to attune with that. And if you're not good at that or you're overly attuning and shifting and wearing all these masks, it can feel like, wait a minute, you just changed your opinion just because I just said I liked that. Or it could be like, you never lean in, you don't listen, or you don't ever uh, come into agreeableness. Um, and agreeableness is different. I just saw the truity fascinating study about how it's different all over the countries. Apparently the coasts are less likely to lean in. Um, there's more stress. And then the people in the Midwest are like super more like agreeable. So I thought that was interesting. The South was a bit more agreeable too, but, um, just in terms of knowing your culture, knowing how to connect and to get along, as well as when it is time to shake things up and to stand for what's important. So the social instinct has a lot of dynamics. And if you're really hot or really cold, but you're not able to shift back and forth or you're not able to come into the middle at all, people are going to weary of you. Like every time I'm with them, they're arguing or every time I'm with them, they're so passive. They never say a word. So try to have some flavor with that. And also with the social instinct, if you don't have boundaries, if you don't know when to say no, people will take advantage of you. And then your spouse will say, you know what? We're not compatible because they say yes to everybody. And we just, that's not any way I want to live. Or they say yes to me all the time and I never know who they really are. Or they may say, they never say yes. They, they're they not social at all. They're a hermit. They never come out of their room. They never allow anyone to influence them. And so these are some ways that your spouse or partner can feel like, oh, like this self-prize, this sexual or this social instinct is just, it's hurting us and it's making me feel like, you aren't growing in life and you're not adapting. And that's the last thing we want to do is stop our brains from the neurogenesis and neuroplasticity that we need. So be taking your vitamin D, your vitamin C, your omega-3s, your vitamins that help your brain to grow, help you to be expansive. Keep doing little fitness things or walking whatever you can to keep yourself adapting and growing so that you can have enough bravery and courage to try these things out. And your partner will feel like, hey, they challenge me. They're interesting. They're fun. They lean in. They attune. They 
connect, but they do it at healthy levels. So that is our goal. Make sure you listen to the compatibility pod from Monday. Make sure you grab my book on a great sale and also make sure you have a wonderful week trying all of this out. Take one thing from today you want to bring to your family and allow yourself to think on that as you take another deep breath. And thank you again for all your listenership. Check the show notes. Please share the pod with others or leave a review. It literally means the world to us. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as enneagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.